Welcome to SEN Afterlife. I am Jay Wade, and holy shit, fuck Batman if we got one today. <laughs> That's right, guys. We're now on episode number 35 of this SEN Live After Show. And a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, well, of course, I'm flying solo again this week. i got some people lined up to help me out next week and the week after, though. But uh, I'm flying solo this week again, and uh, I'm driving at the moment. There is some weather little bit of rain, so if you hear anything uh, in the background, that's what it would be. Please forgive that. I will do my best to clean that shit up in the editing process. Um, holy shit fuck, guys. Like I said, uh, this was a really fun week of SEN after, or SEN Live, rather. Um, it was, uh, I don't know, and, and I'm not saying that most weeks aren't fun, Um it just, it, I, I mean, I think we can all agree that the the format of the crew not being in the studio together, it isn't quite the same as the, the, the crew being in the studio together. And, you know, it is what it is, and, and uh, they're doing a great job for uh, the way that they have to do it, but there just still is something lacking. Um but this week was really fucking fun, especially, I thought. Um, I mean, on Monday, we had Roka hosting, as usual, here uh, in, with Brett and Kate and Ben and RB3 on there. And uh, we're going to go through the main topics here. I'm not going to get big into Schmodown. I do have a little bit to say about it. Uh, like I said last week, um, I'm, I'm looking for a new outlet to uh, talk about Schmodown Um I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how it's going to work out. I, I would. I, I would like to to have people with me, you know, in in, in a group and discuss the, these things. But I'm not sure how it's going to work out. Um, if I, I don't, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Um, but I'm 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 looking to cut back, at least cut back, if not cut out the Schmodown talk from this show altogether and just keep it a straight up after live show or. Uh, after show for SEN Live. Um, but I, I definitely still want to talk about the Schmodown, um, especially because I, I've i just got a lot of opinions. Um, I've got a lot of opinions, none of which are like uh, personal toward anyone, uh, whether it be my, my thoughts and opinions uh, on other commentators in the fandom um, or mark and uh christian themselves or uh you know whatever the the some of my uh my beefs are uh none of it's personal um i don't know any of these people personally i don't know any of the other commentators the fan commentators reaction reactors um i i don't know uh any of the competitors i mean i've interviewed some of them uh, several of them and they're they're great people i like them a lot and uh and i've spoken with with a few of the um with the uh, fan reactors uh, as well and they're they're great people i have no beefs no issues whatsoever with people on a personal level most people i don't have an issue with at all but i mean there are some things that i take issue with in the schmodown and about the schmodown and some of the people in the schmodown um and i just have thoughts and feelings and opinions guys I, i'm very opinionated person um which honestly i have very rarely if ever uh, dove into my true feelings and opinions on anything. 
Um, I just, I, I try to keep it at the surface, man, uh, surface level shit, uh, just because that's the kind of world we live in. And, and I can be talking about the schmo down, nothing political or social. I could be talking about the schmo down, give an opinion. And all of a sudden I'm, I'm, a, I'm say a, uh, a moron or an idiot or, uh, or someone who's trying to tell Christian how he should run his league or I'm, I'm trying to tell Christian the rules, which is very hard. Now, let me touch on that real quick before I move on. Um, I think you guys can tell how fucking passionate I am about, about Schmodown and I just love talking about it, but okay. Um, I, I'm say this real quick, then we'll move on to SE and live. Uh, I, I love you guys. Um, okay. Now the, the rules, like if people are questioning things and stuff like that and questioning rules and, and, and calling out rules and, and lack of enforcement and stuff like that, the response should not be some form of telling that person, well, you're just trying to tell Christian how to run the league. You're just trying to tell him what the rules are. He invented it. He knows what the rules are. Yes, all of that's true. Christian invented it. Well, Mark and Christian, but, you know, they came up with it. Uh, they know the rules, and that's the thing. They know the rules. Okay, I'm not even sure that all of the competitors and managers know the know, know all the rules. And, and this has been an issue that the, that the, the rule book is not being, uh, uh, put out for the public. It, it's, it's bullshit. It really is. It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. No other sport in this fucking world refuses to allow their fan base to know the rules. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And I've, I've got a little bit more to say about the Schmodown uh, regarding its uh, sports status. Uh, but I'll save that a little bit later because we had one hell of a live event uh, last Friday. It was great. Fucking undercard was great. Uh, fucking main match was awesome. Holy shit. It was awesome. But, uh, yeah, enough of that shit, guys. We'll get into that a little bit uh, later on here. Let's run through the main topics. Uh, for what, for what had gone on this week, uh, gonna be a little short and sweet like last week. Um, uh, Monday, like I said, we had Roka and Brett and Kate. Ben! Ben, I love you, Ben. I, I got some, you know, you know, you know, man, you and I, you know, but I love you though. I mean, you know, it, it is entirely possible for me to love somebody and still be annoyed by them. Uh, and, and I mean, Roxy is great proof of that. Um, not all the time, but Roxy annoys me sometimes, like to a level where I'm screaming at the TV. Um, but I absolutely love her. She's she's just so fuck, dude. She's intelligent, uh, which is which is awesome within itself, right there. I don't give a fuck if you're male or female or a fucking dog or a cat. Um, intelligence just fucking rocks. But she's intelligent and she is so fucking hardworking, man. Just so hardworking. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Roxy. Um, uh, I, I love you too, Ben, on a certain level. You know, not not as much as I love Roxy. And uh, you annoy me a, a lot more than Roxy does. But anyway, I'm getting off track here, guys. Um, and, and, and like I said, none of this is personal. None of this is personal. This is based on what these people present to us. 
what they give to us. And not everyone agrees with my thoughts and, and my perceptions of people and things. And that's what makes this fucking world amazing, guys. Everybody's different. I love it. I love it. Man, imagine how boring this shit would be if everyone were the same. You know what I mean? Fuck that, dude. You know, fuck it. Bad. No, thanks. Um, but, uh, but Monday, we have the major, uh, or the major, the main topic, uh, Snyder Cut is not going to have any Joss Whedon footage at all. That's awesome. Um, it should be that way, considering it's called the Snyder Cut, not the Snyder Whedon Cut. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this cut. And I've said it before that I have not watched Justice League. It just did not look appealing to me at all. The, I don't care for the Aquaman, Aquaman character. Um, the, I mean, I like Jason Momoa, but I just don't, it, it don't, it don't do it for me. Um, and I'm glad that I didn't watch Justice League because now when I do watch it, because I'm definitely watching Snyder Cut, I will get to see Snyder Cut as my first viewing of the movie. Um, then perhaps, maybe, I will go back and watch the Whedon version and uh, for a little comparison and uh, see what, you know, what was different and stuff. So that, that could be really interesting. Could be fun. Could really suck. Could be boring. But, uh, you know, something that the, that the crew got into a discussion about uh, concerning Joss Whedon, uh, I keep, always have to, I have to uh, make sure and say Joss and not Josh. So that's why there's always that little pause there. And it makes me, and then that reminds me of, and this is not uh, yay or nay for anybody. This is just saying, it reminds me of how Trump says China. That shit just cracks me the fuck up, dude. That alone did China. Um, anyway, uh, so Joss Whedon, uh, you know, this, uh, Ray, uh, Ray Fisher thing, man, uh, yeah, I almost said Ray Park. <laughs> That's an entirely different fucking deal that blew up, no pun intended. Um, but, uh, oh, wow, Ray Park, man, wow. Which really sucks, guys, really sucks. Cause, uh, I mean, uh, I would be totally in for a, uh, a Glover as, as Lando series, spinoff series for Solo. That would be fucking sweet. Um but I wanted a Crimson Dawn more than anything. I think there's so much more material there. Uh, it, it, but in more than anything, you could, uh, you could seal up, uh, or not seal up, but, you know, uh, uh, help to fill in those gaps and, uh, and flush out, uh, even more of Maul's story between that point where we saw him at the end of Solo and, uh, his death at the hands of Obi-Wan in Rebels. Spoiler, I say, after I've spoiled. And, uh, but anyway, uh, Ray Fisher, man, he's been, uh, he's been very vocal about, uh, treatment that that he says he received from Whedon on set of uh, of Justice League um you know i mean obviously i wasn't there and i don't know any of these people i don't know what's what you know all you can do when there's when there are accusations and no real evidence all you can do is just take in the accusations and keep keep it all in your head and let it soak there and let it sit there and and until some something solid comes through to uh to yay or nay what that person is is said you know uh i I mean i don't doubt him at all um i just don't know 
And but but the thing the the crew was talking about was about co-stars, you know, not supporting him, not backing him up, not saying it's in some cases not saying anything at all. Uh, at least one of them backing up Whedon, uh, at least to the point where they say, you know, I didn't have those experiences with him. Um, and and the crew kind of, I, I don't want to. And again, this is all how it's perceived how I perceive what they present us, okay? But um, it, it came off to me as if they were kind of saying, um, they, as if they were looking negatively on, on any of the cast who has not come out and supported uh, Ray. Now, again, this is tricky because right now it's all accusations, there's nothing, there's no proof. It's not like we have like, here's video proof, here's audio proof of this happening, and we know it happened, and these co-stars of his aren't saying anything, and that makes them cowardice or greedy or whatever the f- fuck you want to say. Whatever, whatever. Um, fucking labels. Um, but, you know, there's there's no evidence of anything, and even if there was evidence of anything, here's my question. Is anyone obligated to fucking in this situation to stand up and 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 back them up? Even if there was proof, we had solid proof that Whedon was treating Park like or not Park. Uh, sorry, Fisher, Fisher like shit. Okay, even if we had that proof, is anyone obligated to to come out and publicly make a stance or say anything? No. No, no one's obligated. What the fuck? I do, and, and, and then they and then they kind of make it out as if, and the crew's talking about it. And I got the uh, I was under the impression that their their feelings on it were, if if it if you're not saying anything and you're not supporting uh, the person making the accusations, then you are condoning or somehow complicit in those actions that are being uh, accused of having had okay no fucking no guys come on are we really at that point in this fucking world right now okay because i'll tell you right now there is a lot of shit i have not fucking said a word about some of it because it's not my business other stuff because i just i don't have anything to fucking say i know how i feel i know who i am inside i know my my thoughts feelings and opinions on those matters and i i feel no need to let others know how i feel no matter how i feel you know it's just that's my shit just like how you feel is your shit if you want to express it to others and let other people know that's fine that's fine man that's you. But to bag on people who who don't do what you think they should do, I just I'm I don't I don't play that, man. I don't play that shit. And and that's still saying even if we had proof that Whedon was an asshole to uh to, to Ray. You know, and in in bearing in mind that we don't have any proof of that, and therefore those thoughts that that those people are complicit or condoning it by keeping silent are even more fucking ridiculous. They're recoculous. Fucking recoculous, man. Okay? I 
Oh, dude, here it is. And it, I say this as if it's were for me, but th- it's in general for everyone. If you have something to say, you'll fucking say it. And you'll say it in your due time. And you'll say it in the manner that represents yourself and how you honestly feel about it best. But like it's it, 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 this reminds me of the like the the forced apology bullshit, the demanding an apology. You know, dude, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. You know, uh, wanting an apology or feeling that someone should apologize for something, that's fine. That's one thing. But to demand an apology of someone, even to ask for one, even to suggest that someone should apologize for something, get the fuck out of here and I'll tell you why. Unless that person comes to the conclusion themselves, themselves, that they have something to apologize for, that apology is fucking meaningless. It's worthless. Well, it's not worthless. It's damn near worthless. The only the only way it's not worthless and meaningless is to stroke the ego of the fucking person who suggested, asked for, or demand the apology. That's the only person it's serving. And, and, and at that point, it's not even, it's not even like my feelings were hurt and I feel wronged and I just really would, I would love to, to hear an apology and I would even forgive you f- for that, uh, once receiving that apology. That's out the fucking window at that point. At that point, it's ego. It's about, yeah, yeah, he apologized to me. Fuck that shit. Get the fuck out of here. No. So I just, I don't, I don't buy that shit, guys. I just don't buy that shit, um, of, of, you know, you know, if you got something to say, say it. If you don't, don't. And, you know, whatever. That's you. Do you, man. It's funny how all this shit, you, you know, like, do you and, and all this shit, you know, fucking all these little, little things that used to be said over the last probably 10 years and implying that, you know, make your own decisions, you know, do what, do, do what's right for you. But now, now where we're at in in life and in the world all of a sudden it's like it's like do us you know it's not do you it's like we got us versus them whoever us and them are doesn't fucking matter and you're either with us or you're with them and there is no do you there's do us or do them and if you don't do us then we're gonna fuck you up and ruin your life that's that's what we've gotten to and and I, I can't stand that all these political and social fucking things have have completely run into entertainment. And I know people, you know, uh, listen, I'm, I'm not one of those. I, I do feel like I just want to be entertained. And I don't mean it in the in the way that a lot of people are represented where they're like, you know, fuck those people who say just entertain me. Shut up and entertain me. That's not what I'm saying. OK, um, however, I would when when you are at work, whether it be an athlete or whether it be a, uh, a musician um, uh, performing at concerts, whether it be uh, an actor, whatever it is, I don't care who it is, who you are, blow Joe to a celebrity when you're at work. Yes. Just keep your mouth shut. Keep your head down. Do your job. And fucking put out that product that that we people buy, which in those cases is entertainment. You know, put out your entertainment and fucking entertain us.
when you're off the clock, do say whatever you want. I don't care, dude. I don't care. But I do care when I feel like the product I'm 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 spending my hard-earned money on is being altered into some shit to shove propaganda down my throat. Whether I agree with the propaganda or not is beside the point. Okay, I just want to watch a baseball game. I don't want to watch a baseball game laced with political and social messages. Save that for when you're off the field, man. Use your platform when you're off the field for that. You're being paid to do a specific job. Do your job. And then when you're off work, then do your activism and whatnot. That's fine. I love it. That's fine. But I, I, I can't stand this, how these attitudes have just all bled into entertainment. And it's like, you know, if, if you don't do this or you don't say that or you don't back these people up or, you know, it's, then you're this or you're that and, and you should be canceled and... Just come on, guys. Come on, really. Uh, as Makuka would say, uh, be better. Be better. And that brings us to Tuesday, guys, where uh, Christian was back. The man himself, the myth, the man, the legend. Christian Harloff back in the host seat with Brett, Kate, Winston. Love you, Winston. God, man, such a great guy. Um, talk about emotion and passion coming out of someone. Uh, uh, yeah, just... Uh, Huge fan of Winston Marshall over here. Uh, and then, of course, Ben, Ben Goddard, and RB3 in the house. Um, now I'm just being a fucking moron. Uh, I, I love talking while I'm driving. I have a blast, dude. Uh, it's great. I think I entertain myself far more than I entertain anyone else. So I'm, I'm willing to bet here that I am having a much better time than any of you guys are listening to this. And I'm on a rough patch of road right now. They're doing some sort of shit here in my hometown. Uh, uh, I live in rural America, guys. I live in a, a small town. Te- well, I don't live in this town, but I was uh, born here uh, and raised uh, this small town here in Ohio, surrounded by cornfields and bean fields and hay, and and uh, there's even a spot out by my folks' house, guys. Uh, the dude plants a shit ton of sunflowers, and I mean, like, I have pictures of it, man. I mean, it's it's a fucking field of sunflowers. It's fucking amazing and beautiful. He hasn't done it in the last couple of years, but uh but it, it's fucking amazing, guys. It's just absolutely beautiful. Uh got a copper up here uh to my left as I'm driving through. I'm just about exiting town, guys. So we're about to jump into Tuesday here. We've got the uh the uh the hosts and and the crew listed down just passing the comper now give them a little wave because i'm in a small town and we do that sort of shit here and uh, uh dude wasn't even looking anyway so but for, okay tuesday guys i got off fucking rails there but woo woo, i'm back guys uh pulling into the station tuesday uh we found out that mandalorian got uh quite a few emmy nods guys hell fucking yeah and uh I, I don't I don't really care for the awards shows and shit. They mean absolutely nothing to me. They're, I find them to be boring. When I was a kid, I loved them all, and I watched them all, you know. But as I've gotten older, I just they just don't entertain me. Um, I'm just, 
just bored by them. I, I definitely go back the next morning and I'll look to see who won what and stuff like that. But as far as watching the actual ceremonies and shows themselves, it just ain't my thing no more. But uh, but Mandalorian getting those uh, getting those Emmy nods, it gives me a good chance to kind of just be like, yeah, guys, fucking season two starts real soon. And a uh, quick plug. Um, uh, not shameless because it, it, it is a, uh, it, it is, uh, well, I don't know now that I'm thinking, anyway, I'm not even going to jump into that. Cause if I, if I start going where my mind just started to go into thought and trying to figure something out, no guys, y- y'all regular listeners, you know, we'll be down that motherfucking hole for a, a long fucking time, a long time. Um, but no, Mando 2, uh, season 2 coming up here, and a quick plug, uh, uh, we'll be doing, uh, our Mando review, uh, each episode review coming up here soon, as soon as, uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian starts, get, Mando, hey Mando, as soon as the Mando show starts, which now I just realize sounds a little bit like Trump, maybe that's how I figured how to do my Trump impression, I work on that by doing, uh, my very bad Mando, uh, impression, uh, but anyway, uh, so, it, 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 we'll be doing that up, uh, starting up again, it'll be Sean and I for, here from Merc with a Movie Blog, and we will be adding one of his buddies that he does Game Over Screen with, uh, which is a gaming podcast here at Merc with a Movie Blog, um, so, uh, looking forward to that, but I've got, I mean, I, I do think Sabine is going to be in it. I do think Ahsoka, we, we pretty much know Ahsoka is going to be in it. I do think, uh, very possible Rex could be in it. That would be fucking sweet. Um, but what, what I'm, what, now, my prediction, which I've had since last year, is that, um, Katie Sackhoff will 100% be in season two as Bo Katan. Um, I, now, uh, my former co-host here, Kaylin Rose, who, shout out to Kaylin, I love you, I miss you so much, love you Pookie, love you Kelly, y'all are great, um, uh, she and I, Kaylin and I interviewed Katie Sackhoff, um, for this show here, um, as you know, she's, she is, she is a schmo, she is a schmo, she goes back a long way to the Toad Hop days with the schmoes and co-hosting, uh, Schmoes No Show, and she was in at least one Schmodown match against Ken Knapsack, uh, so if you're a Schmodown fan and you didn't know that, um, uh, very, very early match, go find that shit, Ken Knapsack versus, uh, Katie Sackhoff, it was great, a lot of fun. Um, and check out that interview we did with Katie too. She talks about that a little bit about Mark and Christian and, uh, and stuff like that. And we, we talked to her about her career a little bit and, uh, we talk about a couple things that, you know, I've not heard anyone ask her about or anyone talk to her about, um, stuff like that. But anyway, um, uh, I have had a prediction since then because she said something to us. She didn't spoil anything at all. She just had said, if you guys are Star Wars fans, that because we had brought up Bo-Katan and everything, uh, if you guys are Star Wars fans, then you're going to be excited next year. And uh, she had made some some sort of comment about maybe she would have to come back and talk to us about it. I don't know. I hope maybe we can reach out and get that to happen here soon. Uh, but... um. She had said that, and then uh, this was before Mandalorian. Uh, 
mind you, this was in October of last year, uh, late October. So this was before Mandalorian had come out. Um, and uh, at that point, I really hadn't thought anything about it. But uh, after Mandalorian came out, and then especially the Dark Saber uh, at the end, um, that's when I recalled uh, Katie having said that and was like, okay, yeah, 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 this has to be it, dude. This has got to fucking be it. I mean, obviously, she could have been talking about the uh, the final season of Clone Wars, which she was also in. Um that that very well could have been it, but I just I got the feeling she was talking about Mandalorian season two, and uh, 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 old Gus from uh, Breaking Bad he he even said basically like we're gonna find out how he got the dark saber, um, and last we saw uh, it was in the hands of uh, of uh, Bo-Katan and Sabine, um, so that could be really cool. Uh, as to who they would get to play Sabine, uh, Sasha Banks, I believe is her name, uh, who's been rumored and thrown out there, uh, that could be cool, um, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see, uh, I'm really looking forward to this, and I'm definitely, like I said, I'm not, I'm not gonna watch the Emmys or pay attention as they happen, but I will definitely be Googling it the next morning to see what, what the, uh, outcome of that was, because, uh, I'm really rooting for them, uh, Favreau and, uh, um, shit, Filoni, doing a great, great job over there, uh, they should put, uh, Ray Park in episode two, just for fun, I know Maul is dead, but, you know, maybe he can be getting a, uh, getting an alien blowy or something um anyway on that note we're gonna move right along here to thursday where we had a christian once again with brett and roxy roxy's like the little sister that fucking just annoys me sometimes and pisses me off a lot because i don't understand why she doesn't understand things but all all you can do is laugh and just fucking say i love you man because she's so great but i do a lot of the times there is something specific i yell at the tv uh the most when i yell at it when i'm yelling at roxy and again i'm not yelling at her like in a rude or harsh or you know mean way uh but it's like but this is what i yell like why don't you understand just understand um so that's that's how roxy makes me feel which is immediately followed by laughter and me saying i love you man you're great um but yes roxy was back i love it when she's on there we yodi yodi in the house too love you mark uh would love to have you and roxy both actually on the show would be great um but uh but yeah we had uh, yodi on mark yodi riley ben of course ben goddard my man <laughs> in rb3 rb3 man somebody's got to put in a schmobot requesting another uh 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 luke uh we need that we need that just just once just once here it's been a while and and i could certainly use that um but here we go on to thursday where uh the obi-wan series is casting a young luke and leia um, it's not confirmed. That's why I said it with a question. Um, the casting calls came out and whatnot and what they're looking for. And they're looking for two youngsters. Um, and then the description seems to fit what would be a Luke and Leia. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't know how that would, I, 
I don't know. The Luke part makes sense. Yes, absolutely. Leia, I don't understand how that would work. Obi-Wan, as far as we know and what we've been led to believe, never met Leia uh, after her birth and after Organa took her. Um, so it, it wouldn't be like him going to meet her. And it, it is an Obi-Wan series. So if... I don't know. You guys get what I'm getting at. You know, it, if she's not going to be a direct uh, uh, part of the the Obi Wan plot, which I don't see how she can be, seeing how uh, how Obi Wan never met her, you know, perhaps she, uh, okay, perhaps Obi Wan and Organa, uh, Organa, Organa, yeah, what the fuck ever, uh, Elba, Alba. Don't even get me started on that. Thank God I'm not playing Schmodown or I'd have fucking just lost that point. Um, yes, that was a small, very small shot. Um, but we got, uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe some stuff with Obi-Wan and Organa. Organa. See, now I'm, now I'm stuck in my head on it. But anyway, I'll just say Organa. Uh, Organa, Leia Organa. See, and y'all get to hear me try to work this shit out, uh, on the show. It's great. I love you guys. Um, but, uh, maybe they're, you know, they're very well. Could have been interaction between them. Cause, I mean, I'm sure Obi-Wan wasn't only feeling protective of Luke. More so, yes, because he was on the planet with Luke. He was near Luke. He was specifically watching over Luke. But he also certainly, certainly had a vested interest in uh, the well-being of Leia as well, you know, because, um, well, I mean, it's Luke and Leia and Anakin's children. It's it's not just Anakin's child, Luke, it's Anakin's children, Leia as well. So, you know, perhaps little Leia, young Leia running around in the background while Obi-Wan is talking to, uh, to Bale, that would be fine. Um, that would be fine. Uh, I'm down with that. Uh, and now I, th- I think it is Organa. Uh, but anyway, um, I, I, I think that would be pretty fucking sweet, personally, uh, now that I'm thinking about that. But no, no speaking lines, no shit like that, just in the background. And, uh, also didn't happen on SEN Live, but, uh, man, Christian was on the, the Burt Kreischer podcast, and it was fucking really good. I listened to the entire thing. It was really good. Um, it, it, I love I love Bert anyway. Um, obviously, he is the machine. Um, fuck that bitch. This is Russia. Um, it, it was just really great, and and it's cool that you know Christian knows these cats, and then he went back. Uh, he goes back to the day with them, uh, doing the stand up and everything, and and uh, it was a really great shout out that. Uh, Brett, uh, Bert gave to him at the beginning, uh, thanking Christian for giving him a small piece of advice his first time that he went up, telling him, you don't want to do that when he saw Bert grab a beer to slam before he went up on stage. And Bert explained how, you know, that little piece of advice probably and likely, and his, in his opinion, did. Uh, made all the difference in, in Bert's career and, uh, made a profound impact on him. And that was really cool. That was really fucking cool. Um, uh, by all accounts, Christian is a solid guy, a nice guy, supportive guy. And, uh, it's just really cool to hear someone who is not in the, in the community, 
um, giving a story about Christian that, that supports that, you know, um, not to say everyone else is full of shit. I absolutely believe they are not full of shit. But like I said, when you've got someone that's outside of the community, uh, who, who verifies those, those things, those feelings and those statements about Christian's character, it's really cool. It's really cool. I, and I dig it. So, uh, but yeah, that, that, uh, that pretty much uh, wraps it up for the first part of the week. I will be completely honest. I was extremely busy and I missed Wednesday's episode. Uh, that is my fault. I apologize, but, uh, we're going to take a short promo break to hear some, uh, some promos for other Merc with the Movie blog shows. And, uh, we'll be right back where I will cover Friday. And, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit of schmo down here. I just, I, I, I've been rubbed the wrong way. Uh, we'll be back, guys. Hey, everybody. I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen. But now, here at Movie Court the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So, join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the game over screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that. But the joke is that we're going to die a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you might. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Hey, and we're back, everybody. Be sure to check out those shows from Merc with the Movie Blog. Lots of good stuff going on over here. Lots of good people over here. Um, yeah. Good times, everybody. Um, we're on Friday now, guys. Going to wrap it up here with Friday's episode of SEN Live. And uh, also talk a little bit of Schmodown. Not going to get into it a whole bunch, but uh, we're going to wrap it up here pretty quick. Um, uh, Friday, hey, we had Brett, uh, Christian. Well, of course, Brett was there, but we had Christian uh, hosting once again. Uh, Brett, Winston, Sabrina. Always nice to see Br- Sabrina on there. Uh, Mark Andreco was on there, which is uh, it's good to see him on, too. Ben Goddard. Ben, Ben, Ben. <laughs> and RB3. Uh, obviously, uh, RB3 running the show there as far as the, uh, the, uh, technical stuff. Um, uh, they, uh, started out, listen to me, I'm all, uh, 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 too bad I can't do a, uh, Jeff Goldblum impression. 
Maybe I should start trying one. Anyway, uh, Christian started off talking about Beastie Boys. Uh, there's a new Spike Jones documentary about them uh, called Beastie Boys Story. Uh, is on Apple TV. Um, and, uh, uh, and, 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 yeah, well, I have a specific thing that I remember about Beastie Boys. Um, you know, I'm 41 now, so I was, uh, I was about four or five years old when, uh, when License to Ill came out. Um, and my brothers and, uh, and, and they just, anyway, they loved Beastie Boys and I loved it because I heard it on the radio, you know, and I was a young, impressionable kid who loved music. But, um, uh, I, I remember a time my, my folks found my, now my folks are, they're good Christian folks. Um, the, the, you know, just, we were raised in the church and, and everything. And, uh, so when my mom and dad, uh, probably more so my mom found, uh, my brother's beastie boys music, uh, oh, it was on like Donkey Kong baby shit was fucked up. So I remember I was about, I was about five years old or so, four or five, no older than five, uh, I would say for sure. And, uh, I remember a little family meeting around the kitchen table and, uh, my brothers are seven and nine years older than me. So, you know, if I, if I was five, they would have been 14, 15 in that area. And, uh, yeah, my folks made my brothers write out all of the lyrics to, uh, at least to Brass Monkey. I, cause I think that's the song that they got caught listening to or something. And, uh, so we're around the table and, and I, you know, I'm a little kid. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I kind of honestly don't know why I'm there anyway, really. Uh, I don't understand what, what the song Brass Monkey was about at the time. I don't get it. Uh, but sure as shit, I'm sitting there too, man. And, uh, yeah, man, my, my folks made my brothers write out the lyrics to Brass Monkey. Then we all sat at the kitchen table and made my brothers read through the lyrics, like line by line and shit, going over it. And I was just, I mean, you know, I knew my brothers were in trouble, but I wasn't quite sure why, you know. Um, and again, at that age, again, I don't know why I was there at that age, because at that age, I had no concept of there being music that was... Um, that was taken is is immoral or bad or or anything like you know to me music was just music you know and no matter who it was or how good or bad or uplifting or 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 degrading a song was i i had no idea i had no concept of that kind of shit i just was like you know i like the beat i like the music the singing you know it the, the rhythm you know i don't know what the fuck they're talking about um but i i do vividly remember that uh sitting at the table with my brothers having to read through all the fucking lyrics to brass monkey um and you know maybe that just made me like them more you know what i think it is i think i was there too because um we used to go, you know, to the roller skating rink and stuff. And I like, I loved the song you know, fight for your right. And, uh, and I think my mom and dad, me being like four or five years old, you know, they were like, you no, no, he cannot like, you know, I didn't understand what that song was saying, but I just loved it. It was like, it, it was an anthem, you know, it was an anthem and that was fucking cool. I was a kid. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it, it, I, I remember, I remember that. I remember that I loved that fucking song. So maybe that's why I was there. My folks were trying to give me a lesson by, uh, having me observe the lesson they were giving my brothers. 
I don't know how well that lesson did because <laughs> my brothers and I listened to some music today that we all like, you know, the same kind of music and the same bands, and it's shit that my folks just would be like, no. But I don't know how well that did, but I'm definitely going to check out that BC Boys doc. Um, I'm a big fan of theirs, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's interesting, sounds interesting at least. Um, uh, it, it's uh, live, like in front of an audience, and uh, you got the two two remaining fellas there, and uh, just kind of giving an oral history of uh, of the group, I guess. Um, so it's just really interesting. Definitely want to check that out. Um, and there was a little thing. Christian he sent something to the crew to get their reactions, and they weren't allowed to spoil it. And I mean, based on their reactions, I want to know what the fuck it is. Like, I mean, I know it could be something just completely that has no meaning to us fans whatsoever. I'm not sure. I don't know. But man, based on their reactions, uh, I want to fucking know what the hell it was. So I hope, I hope we get to know a little bit more about that, whatever that is that the guys reacted to. Um, definitely interested in that. Um, uh, some other stuff, uh, Courtney Cox was confirmed for Scream 5, which I, I always honestly, I kind of thought if they were going to do a Scream 5, like another sequel and not a reboot, I, I just always kind of assumed that the original cast would come back and that would include, um, uh, Nev Campbell. Um, now, uh, and I still feel that way. I just, I don't think they would do, especially with Craven gone, I don't think that they would, uh, was it Craven who did, uh, Scream? Or was it Craven? It wasn't Carpenter. I know that, but it was it Craven or was it, uh, uh, hold on. Let's see. I'm going to, uh, go ahead and Google this here real quick and find out. Um, uh, hold on, bear with me, guys. Bear with me. It was Wes Craven, yes, yes, yes. So with Craven, uh, with with Craven not being around anymore, um, sadly, uh, his passing. Um, I just kind of assumed that if if they did a sequel without him, you know, as opposed to a reboot with someone else, then. I just assumed the entire cast, uh, uh, original cast would be back. You know, I mean, obviously not the entire original cast, but as far as Courtney Cox, um, David Arquette, uh, um, Nev Campbell, um, you know, whoever the fuck is still alive. Uh, I just kind of assumed that that was a given, to be honest. Um, but, I mean, I enjoy the first Scream movie a lot. The others are just kind of okay, and they do they do progressively get worse as they go on. However, uh, this being a franchise that started when I was in my teens, I, I you know nostalgia is going to get me there to see it. So I'm definitely going to watch this. Um, I just hope it's good, and I hope they uh, they do justice to uh, to the memory. Um, they also talked a little bit about uh, will Disney Plus do video on demand, um, and, uh, and and I don't really have an opinion on this whatsoever, other than I think they would never do that. I think Christian's right that they're just they've got their streaming platform, and you know that's how they're going to get people 
to to subscribe to it. Um, they they I don't think they'll do a video on demand thing. But but what was great about this bit was for I don't know at least twenty at least twenty seconds, um, maybe thirty seconds, but at least twenty while Christian's talking about this, and Draco bless his heart is sitting there with his hand raised very quietly, very patiently. <laughs> I love it, man. He's so great. Just sit there with his hand raised. Uh, just waiting, waiting, waiting. And there was that pause. There was that pause after uh, Christian was done talking. I think everyone was waiting for Christian to call on Mark, but <laughs> it was just so cute and so damn funny, man. Um, I mean, obviously, we're all adults here, and, and it's a show, so I don't know why. He, I mean, it's it's cool. He was being respectful, you know, by raising his hand, letting him know, you know, I got something to say, you know, when you're done, please, I want to say something. Uh, but it's just, it was so fucking funny. I loved it. Um Christian also went through and played some uh, some new David David B themes uh, that he well some, not, not David B's themes but some new themes for competitors for Schmodown written by David B. Um, great shit, man. David's a great guy, very talented cat, uh, and these songs sound awesome. Uh, Oyama's was really fucking cool. Uh, I really really like that. Um, I mean, he's just, David B's a talented guy, um, and, and, you know, it's not just one style of music, obviously he showed us that he can do many different styles, and, uh, it's just, uh, talented cat, man, talented cat, and, uh, so, hopefully those songs will be up for purchase soon, as well, uh, as, uh, other songs that, that, that they've put up there for purchase that David B has written for the Schmodown, um, great stuff, and, uh, actually, I don't know, I might, no, I guess our theme is our theme. But David B. wrote the theme for After Live, which was the Collider Live after show, which then turned into uh, Beyond the Screen, which just, uh, sadly, that show just ended. Um, it was a great show, great cast on there, uh, Mike and uh, Sarah and Sean. Um, they're all doing some other stuff though, so it's all good. Uh, Sarah and I are just waiting for, uh, Bachelor to start back up, or Bachelorette rather is the next one so that we can start Go Get That Rose again. Uh, I miss Sarah. Uh, that's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, David B had written that theme song. Um, I don't, I wonder what we're gonna do with that. Wonderful, uh, recycle that here at Mark with a Movie Blog. Anyway, uh, it's a kick-ass song. I hated, I hated losing it as our theme when uh, Kaylin and I split off from Afterlife to start Sen Afterlife. Uh, but the song we got here, I dig it. Uh, I'm getting into a flow there, but but yeah, look out for those uh, new tunes whenever they're up. Hopefully here pretty soon. But uh, yeah, go support David B in every form that you can. Um, uh, follow him on Twitter. I, I'm not sure how active he is on Twitch, but I do know he has a Twitch. And uh, he just recently started a podcast show with a friend of his. Uh, I watched uh, most of the first episode. I've, I've got a lot of shit going on. I've, I watch all the Schmodown stuff. And uh, I do, um, you know, 10 hours of SEN Live a week. So I just, I got a lot of stuff going on. So I don't get to listen to a lot of extra stuff. But, you know, and I always, I always make time to watch JRE clips, Joe Rogan clips, Um uh, and, and there's some other, some other folks I like to watch, uh, as well podcasting, but I mostly just watch clips and stuff. It's easier that way. Uh, given that I am enjoying the full episodes of SE and live and Schmodown and whatnot. And yeah, Schmodown, 
We had that great, great match there Friday, and this will be spoiler-free because uh, it was a pay-per-view event, so don't want to, you know, I'm not exactly sure on on uh, on how all of that works with spoilers and whatnot, so I won't spoil it, but uh, we had final exam going up against uh, Deep 13, and the main event was Roka versus Irwin for number one contender uh, to take on Dan Merle for that title, um, and uh, there was some drama in there. Um, and I'm, there's, there's a lack of, there's guys, there's a lack of consistency. And this is, I'm going to wrap up the show on, on some schmodown thoughts here. Like I said, I'm not going to spoil the outcome just because I'm not sure. And, uh, I just, I just don't want to be that guy, um, uh, who spoils a pay-per-view. I don't know. Um, there was a bit of controversy, um, there was a challenge, and I'm not going to get into specifics, but I just I just want to say that this is just another example of controversy and things that, that... What am I trying to say? Okay, what I'm trying to say is that there there's still a ways to go before the sports uh, aspect of Schmodown can be properly put to the... To the uh, to the to use um you know uh christian compares it to wrestling is sports entertainment the entertainment factor is definitely there no question no doubt about that the sport factor of the schmodown is lacking and until in the t- until there's consistency and uh transparency with rules um, and, 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 and until the fan base is is allowed to know exactly what the rules are, until there's a consistency and enforcement of rules, until there's a consistency across the board, um, because there is a lack of consistency with with uh, with calling uh, challenges the the way challenges go with with uh, with answers and pronunciations and little things that are little things, but they all matter, and we got a taste of of the the reaction from one of the competitors of why it it does all matter. This shit goes to stats, career stats for these players. You know, and if you want this to be a sport, then you've got to start fucking being consistent. And, and and I'm sick of the bullshit where like, just because I'm okay, just because I'm critical of of, of some things in Schmodown, and I don't like the lack of transparency with the rule book, I don't like the lack of consistency with 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 challenges and with in with pronunciations and time counts and all that shit. That one that does not mean that I'm trying to tell Christian how to run the league. I'm not Christian. I'm not trying to tell you how to run your league. I've never tried to tell you how to run your league. I've never tried to tell you what the rules are because, honestly, I don't know what all the fucking rules are because you won't release the playbook. Now, we understand, you know, the rule book is not completely written. It's not done yet as far as the last you had told us. That's understandable. But, dude... Based on what you've said in the past, even though you have said that that you will release it, based on everything you've said in the past, I honestly don't. I I I question whether or not you will ever 
make the make the complete rules and and regulations and all of that shit of Schmodown transparent for the public. And I don't know why. The only thing I can think of, and I'm not accusing you of anything um, whatsoever, but I'm just saying, you know, when you don't know the answer to something, all you can do is try to you, you come up with your own answers, your own possibilities. And and at least one of the possibilities is that so that uh, when decisions are made, that the, there's a little bit of wiggle room to where, you know, maybe the criticism isn't as harsh because we aren't, we the fans aren't as clear on the rules. So we're kind of in the dark a little bit and we're just kind of have to take your word for it. Um, but no other sport refuses to allow their fans to know all of the fucking rules and hides the rule book from them. No other sport. Um, no other sport is so nonchalant about the enforcement of the rules and, and the enforcement of, of countdowns and, and all that shit, man. The, the, the enforcement of things in Schmodown is lax. And I understand uh, that that uh, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. I'll say it till I'm fucking dead, man. That right now the fan base for the Schmodown are people who have been a part of the community for years and years, and they know the competitors. They know Christian. They're aware of the Schmoes. Um, you know, so the, there is going to be some leeway given. You know, we're not going to be totally pissed off and enraged. But as this grows and as it becomes more popular like Christian, like you want it to, buddy, people are going to start watching this shit who, who don't know who you are. They don't know who Mark is. They don't know who the schmoes are. They don't fucking give a shit. They're just in it because they either love trivia or they just love competition. Maybe they don't even really care about trivia. Maybe they just love competition. And all they're going to see is a sport that, that is not transparent with the rules and is not consistent with, with the enforcing of rules and, and, uh, and, and whatnot. And, and that's, that's what they're going to care about. They're not going to give a shit to be like, Oh, well, you know, I've known Christian, you know, for not obviously personally known you, but you know, I've, I've known of Christian and his work for years and years and he's a solid cat and you know, it's cool, man. This is, you know, we're just going to let it know. Christian, you're the one saying sports entertainment. So until the schmodown is run like a sport, treated like a sport, not only by the people who run it, but uh, but also uh, uh, commentated on as if it's a sport. And that's not a shot at any of the reactors or anything. It just it there's there's a lot of there's a lot of. <sighs> See, and I'm just, I'm trying, I'm meaning no disrespect here whatsoever, but I just, I hear a lot of, of positivity and it seems like other than, okay, okay, okay. I hear about people who commentate on Schmodown who are just complete pieces of shit from what I understand. Like they, they legit for real shit on competitors. They treat the women in Schmodown like shit and as if they're inferior. You know, fuck them. They're assholes commentating on Schmodown. I'm not talking about them. Okay, fuck them. I'm talking about all of us folks who 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 react, watch along, commentate, you know, all that kind of shit. But we we respect the the competitors and the people who 
who created the Schmodown and run the Schmodown, and that's not just Christian and Mark. I mean, I'm talking about the the crew, the 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 question writers. You know, David B contributes in a huge way. Uh, uh, of course, Nerd Chronic. Um, you know, it, it just. It just, it seems, it seems like, and understandably so, because the community is so, is so close, you know, it's understandable that, that the commentating that I hear about Schmodown is 99% of the time, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you got to understand I'm lack of words here. It's positive. It's uplifting. It's fluff. It's, it's all, um, it's, it's all like that kind of stuff, which is great. Okay. I do that too. I give praise. I give praise where it, where it's, where it needs to be. I do this shit all the time, but to only do that and not point out the negative parts of Schmodown, you know, that's, that's where I'm coming from. And, uh, you know, uh, just because I point out negative aspects of it and things that aren't consistent and things that aren't handled right, it doesn't mean that I'm trying to run it from my couch. It doesn't mean I'm trying to tell Christian or Mark how to run it. It doesn't mean any of that shit. All it means is as a passionate fan who loves the fucking schmodown, and working with what I've been given to work with as far as rules and knowledge and information about the game and what's going on, I see inconsistencies and I see trouble and, and I see issues. And I, I'm going to call them out. And it's never because I'm trying to be a dick. It's never because I'm trying to make anyone feel bad. It's never because I'm trying to run the show. It's because I'm a fucking fan. Just like I'm a fucking huge fan of baseball, and if shit goes sideways there, I'm going to fucking get pissed, and I'm going to call it out. You know, it doesn't mean I don't love the Cincinnati Reds, but damn it, they need to get their fucking shit together. You know, it's it's one of those kind of deals. I just, uh, and I've got to find a new outlet for this. So, I mean, I'll throw it out there. If anyone, if anyone wants to talk about, about, uh, doing some Schmodown talk with me, cause I do know I have a, I have a different point of view than most on it. And, uh, and, and I do nitpick and, and, and it's all coming from a place of love and from a place of just wanting to see this grow into a sport. But it, where, where I'm sitting now, it, it is not yet a sport. The entertainment aspect of the sports entertainment is definitely there. But the, uh, the sports aspect is not quite there yet. Um, but hopefully soon, and I'm going to keep talking about it and I'm going to keep critiquing it. Uh, and I'm going to keep, uh, giving the praise out where, where it goes. And, uh, uh, you know, huge shout out to Mark and Christian. This is great. What you guys are doing. It's, it's really going well, especially with having to adopt this new format, doing everything online. You guys are doing a great job. Um, you know, the, the, there's always room for improvement in everything that, that everyone does in life. There's always room for improvement. Schmodown is no different. But, uh, but yeah, we got some great, some great live events, pay-per-view stuff coming up here the next two weeks, too. We got Smets versus Shondra next week. And uh, definitely going to be uh, excited for that. But uh, but next week, it looks like I'm going to have John from Movie Lovers Unite on with me. And the following week, uh, have at least Matt Sodaman uh, uh, from uh, from uh, Schmoes of the North uh, be on with me next uh, in two weeks. So uh, that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, 
that that'll do it this guy uh, this week, guys. Um, thanks for bearing with me. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Quite literally, uh, as as we went on a, a drive this morning. Um, and yeah, uh, have a great safe week, everybody, and uh, enjoy the schmodown. Enjoy Essie and live, and just fucking enjoy each other. But more than anything, enjoy yourself uh, because that's where it all starts. Um, enjoying yourself. So have a great week, everybody. Later.